The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, friends. I'm Stephanie Sambari. How's everyone doing? Everyone's doing well over here. Are we sparking joy? Oh, we are. It's so funny because we, Steph and I, with our group of girlfriends, there's like, what, like 12 in this group text. Yeah. And everybody is obsessed with the Marie Kondo tidying up show on Netflix. And And we're like, um, have you listened to our show? We talked about that in season one of That's So Retrograde pretty deeply. And then we did two Shway episodes this year, but glad it took you guys finding it on Netflix. (laughs) But we're not bitter. We're good. I will say that show is really good i was watching it while i was at shape house crying you were yeah the episode with marge the one who lost her husband i haven't watched getting rid of his stuff oh, oh. sad okay i haven't heavy. i haven't watched because i've been literally just binging shit's creek like it's my goddamn job but different vibe <sighs> netflix mm-hmm. i know it's like remember when i said what i said to you the other day i was like i feel like i, I finished, finished netflix, netflix. So funny. but i haven't i just love that my parents have <laughs> have watched all of you was <laughs> yeah. not expecting that like I was because we always share like what we're watching yeah and they're like we watched this great show it's slightly disturbing Dad. <laughs> it's called you our well, friend Lou Pucci's on it by the way he's amazing on that show that it's is so, so funny we're like interesting I didn't think you guys were the demographic really didn't think that but <laughs> they enjoyed it thoroughly yeah full on it's great it's wonderful Hey, what are you guys watching? Let us know. Always in for pick. Uh, the Fire Festival documentary comes out on Friday. I'm literally and Grace and Frankie. I'll see you guys on the other side. I cannot wait to watch that documentary. And season five of Shit's Creek starts on Wednesday in America. Shit's Creek is going to be my new show to start for Shape House. I need something. It's so funny. So I hear. I'm like, where are the Emmys for these people? I love a Canadian comedy. It's so fucking good. Right, wait. guys. You with us? You with us? Are you guys sparking joy? <laughs> Shit's Creek sparks joy for me. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm really excited about today's episode. So excited. What a fun conversation with someone that we had been wanting to talk to for quite a while. Such a dope chick. Yeah. And she, we're, we're talking with Hannah Bronfman, and she has a book that just came out, mm-hmm. and we had like never really crossed paths before until she came on the show. And, and now we're best friends. Fell in love with her. Yeah. We can't wait to hang out all the time. Um, so let's just head right into that delicious conversation Ooh, yum (laughs) so today we have founder of hb fit and author of the newly launched book do what feels good hannah brothman it is so exciting to have you in studio with us today guys i'm super excited about this us too us too i just flew in from new york and i was reading your book on the plane oh my god such an enjoyable read whoa thank you you're like the first objective person to tell me that so i really appreciate that oh because i'm not like working for you (laughs) well because like no one's seen it because it's not out yet oh oh yeah it's gonna be great yeah so (laughs) only like my like only like my family has really like seen it so that's what i mean like objective Uh uh-huh right Right? Like, you don't, I have no reason to like you. Yeah, exactly. And I do so much. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that's um, awesome. And yeah. when this airs, the book will be out. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Great. So, Great. that's exciting. Yeah. Um, Whatever. What? I got a press copy. Yeah. It's yeah. no big deal. <laughs> you know, you've made it when. Early yeah, I'll access. send you a digital link. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hannah, so 
just the title of the book in general resonates so much with us. Talk to us about the book and the title and everything. Cool. Yeah. So the book is really just a full download of everything I've learned over the last 10 years and on my wellness journey. Um, it's really the advice that I live by every single day. Um, it's got ton of like expert advice. It's got recipes. It's got DIY beauty stuff. Um, and mostly like we really talk about body acceptance and um, – you know, really accepting your identity and practical things that you can really implement into your life to achieve a real better sense of self. Um, And I kind of came up with do what feels good because at the end of the day, and this is kind of my philosophy in general, at the end of the day, I don't subscribe to any one way of doing or being. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really all about listening to my body, listening to myself and doing the things that really do make me feel good. It's so – I literally was reading. I was like, this is so retrograde because (laughs) we always talk about that. We're always talking about looking for an alternative word for wellness because we kind of have like a thing against that. Mm -hmm. And really what it comes down to when we really distill it and talk about it is exactly that. Just whatever feels good for you because then you're not putting yourself up against the standard of like – I just hate the fitness body should look a certain way thing. Absolutely. It's such a trap and a trigger for all of us who went to middle school. Totally. It, the, it's like the fitness trap. It's the beauty trap. Yeah. Like all of these kind of standards that we've been so like accustomed to that have been like thrown down our throat over yeah. the last, you know, 20 years. It's so much unlearning to do now. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, I – don't really love the word wellness either. And I really do think that everyone's journey of self-love is so different. And it's really about embracing the journey and mm-hmm. not comparing yourself to other people. Because, yeah. you know, someone, by the way, like someone could look like they are all good and everything's great, but they could be like suffering from like mental illness or they could have like something going on in their gut. Like you just don't. Or just be a miserable person. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> Which is something that no we've seen firsthand where yeah someone, like looks like the whole package and is then it's like terrible like yeah. a, just a bad human bad human and also just sad yeah like, vocally yeah. how sad about how sad they are Ooh, yeah that's sad so with you with you coming to this realization because mm-hmm. you started this obviously when you were a younger woman yeah i was gonna say girl and then i was like that's weird a young girl yeah, <laughs> um a when, young child. When, when you were a young woman and you i'm sure you fell into the the traps originally as we all did like we all fell for the trends and we all started you know putting unnecessary pressure on ourselves when was the moment where you realized like this if I keep doing it like this this isn't gonna work for me so I actually was in the ballet world growing up in New York City um super competitive I also like didn't look like everyone else and I kind of just remember being um in the locker room and like the girls talking about like kind of like bragging about how little they were eating dark super dark and I was just like this is so whack Mm -hmm. like and I also felt kind of embarrassed around them because you know I was the girl that like ate the second helping you know and so but you're working out all the time you're probably so hungry totally like how the (laughs) how the hell do you have energy like what and like why would I ever be embarrassed about that you know what I mean so I and my mom has always like instilled like the idea of self-love and being strong and being like really rooted in who you are and so immediately when I kind of like realized that all this negative self-talk that I was exposed to was making me feel uncomfortable that's when I kind of was like okay like this this is not for me yeah 
100%. Yeah. And that was the beginning of you that was, going down a different road. Yeah. That was totally when I, like, turned to team sports, and I loved being on, like, a team sport. Like, I, I just felt like I really was able to understand my strengths and my weaknesses. Um, that's where I kind of really, like, shined as a leader. Um, and it was, like, really important for me to know coming from like the world of ballet where everything was so individualized and um so competitive with one another like it felt so good to work with the team to achieve a goal like you know a goal for all of us so um that was really that was really nice and that like completely changed my outlook on what it meant to be strong right so um you know I could like really kind of use my power like my strength and my power in in sports in a way that I couldn't really do that um in ballet and I kind of just like like was feeling myself out a little bit more right and figured out like what like the type of things that I really like to do and like what was fun and what like made me feel good yeah so that was kind of like the beginning of it for me uh because then like then, like, fast forward a few years in college, like, my grandmother got really sick because she actually was anorexic her whole adult life. Whoa. Yeah. Also super dark. And when she passed away, it was literally because her body couldn't support her. Mm. So that was, like, between that and everything that I kind of had experienced as a young girl, that was, like, okay, I'm going to devote myself to living the happiest and healthiest version of myself um, because it's clear that those thoughts that we have as young girls can stay with us to the rest of our lives and manifest in ways that it did for my grandmother, right? So it was just like, that was like a full circle. I love how you put that, the happiest, healthy version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the problem with any trend of wellness because then it takes you away from what is right for you. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. That's very true. Is there another word for wellness? Steph and I are always playing around with like what is the better determinant of of that word. And we've not found, we haven't found what it. What was yet. the one that I, I said homeostasis? <laughs> like, oh my god. No one's gonna latch on to that one, Steph. <laughs> the yeah, we're just doing some homeostasis. <laughs> yeah, we're just, um, the homeostasis influencer. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I'm into that. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like it's honestly just like a mindful lifestyle. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like you also can't really say like the mindful lifestyle influencer like that sounds weird too but it's like right you know like that's the problem also with trends is like it's of the moment but like we're not talking about like right this second we're talking about an overall lifestyle and a like an actual shift in consciousness mm-hmm. that then like permeates like everything that you do right I mean I even think like that story of your grandma reminds me of just everything that was like so 20th century where women could not eat and they they weren't being asked to do as much like it's just right. impossible just on like a f- physiological level for us to have that kind of experience because f- food is fucking fuel and without yeah. it we're like we wouldn't be able to juggle all the balls that we're juggling right. and do all that stuff so it's like we're at odds with our body's reality when we try to say well that's the solution right totally and besides the fact that it kills you yeah no, I know. It's and it's also like the conversation that you end up having with yourself. It's not just like on like the nutrition front. Like it's really about how you talk to yourself, how you feel about yourself. Um like not holding on to guilt, like not holding on to shame. Yeah. You know, not holding on to toxic relationships and like these are all things that I talk about in the book because these are all things that we've all gone through including me and it was like how did I kind of come out stronger 
and knowing myself more. So you, how did you decide what to divide the book into like what sections? Like you picked the most important thing. Okay, so that's a really interesting question. I literally did a full data dump. Like I got everything out from toxic relationships to like DIY pantry face masks. Okay, I like literally poured it all out. Yeah. And then I kind of picked themes that were really prevalent to me. And then I kind of did some restructuring and broke it down into like every kind of everything I address has like a philosophy, something that personally happened to me within that sphere and then the solution. Yeah. Um, and the practical thing that I was able to do to get me to the the light. So it's like broken down and I don't know, the structure is very particular. Um, you know, I talk a lot about like philosophies in the beginning. Um, there's a lot of stuff on like gut health and kind of how I learned all about gut and kind of again like a personal anecdote what I was dealing with because I ended up having leaky gut in my early 20s um, which is kind of what led me to understanding how our gut works and everything like that Um, and then it kind of goes into actual recipes which are super delicious leaky gut is hands down the worst the worst (laughs) any condition but it is actually what's happening yeah it's it's, descriptive it is is, very descriptive but it's actually disgusting yeah Mm-hmm. Sorry, I cut you off, but I just was like, leaky gut. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Spiraling. Yeah, yeah I can't. Imagery. I'm in a different place. <laughs> Pull me back. Well, there's a whole chapter for you to go deep and dark in there. For I'm skip yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's super interesting, though, because yeah. I was, like, I had never really had bad skin. And then after college, my skin was, like, terrible. And I was like, what's going on? I thought it was this toxic relationship, which then I ended. And then my skin never got better. And I was like, what is going on? And it turns out that, like, my gut had micro holes in it. And the toxins that were that should be flushed out through the intestines were actually leaking into my bloodstream and manifesting <sighs> that, like, crap on my face. What modality wow. did you yeah. use to diagnose that? Um, I actually did a saliva test. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. I also did, I think, a Why stool test. Why do you feel test. like that's what you have? I've, I've thought about that. Elizabeth yeah. had, like, a really intense skin thing happen last year. Oh, really? Yeah. But you would never know because her skin's pristine now. Yeah, your skin looks beautiful. But she fully just, like, broke out at oh, random. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was wild. It I was... really was digging all your skin tips. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you – what did you do to kind of – figure it out i well it's still not really clear well now it's manifested it with the eye situation right okay um pardon i have like eczema on my eyes that came out after i finished an elimination diet oh really yeah and specifically on your eyes yeah eyelids that's so interesting wait um i have a face map in my book oh yes because what are the what are the eyelids um but what i did do and our listeners are a little bit familiar with this as I've talked about it before, but I subscribe to the idea of purely on like a skin level, not in terms of like an internal level Mm -hmm. because I I did the whole like taking out grains, taking out caffeine, all of that ingestible control. But then um, in terms of clearing it on like a physical topical level, I did these basically like weekly cleanings that are basically, I would equate it to like a dental cleaning for your face, like very clinical, and then a light peel. And I did that every week for like three plus months. Months. And so it was really about 
sloughing off that top layer because it was really everything was kind of just stuck. Yeah. And then a pretty rigorous at-home routine that involved benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, and hyaluronic acid. And now now I'm able to move away from that and kind of try stuff. And I'll go in for those cleanings like once every like seven or eight weeks now. Uh-huh. And I can get like a fun facial yeah, too. And sure. like that's exciting. And yeah. like being able to do facial massage and lymphatic massage and all of that, which before you can't really no. fuck around with yeah. because like anything will it's irritate like, it. Yeah, exactly. So that, you know, that's been wow, a journey. Wow, yeah. such a journey. Yeah. What about with you? So – Besides the internal right. um, ingestible aspect, like the very topical, I also got peels and deep cleansing, but I only, I did, I guess my peels were pretty intense. And so I did them like every three weeks. And I really did that for almost five, maybe six months, mm-hmm. along with like a very intense internal diet like I was having these shakes that had all these powders in it to kind of help re like help the lining in my gut kind of Mm. what's the not resurface what's the word I'm looking for heal heal exactly (laughs) heal (laughs) to heal my gut um so and then like finally I was seeing like the results yeah I think like the biggest thing is with that and I've been thinking about how to kind of like put this into to words to share with people because I get so many messages is it's all about like clearing that top layer and doing it really aggressively to the point where your skin's not gonna be anything but dry and flaky for like a couple months realistically like you really need to like get rid of that and then in order to keep it going it's like constantly drying out and re-moisturizing Right. And I really like that. At least that's what's worked for me. Right. And that philosophy, I think, like, because not everybody has access to, like, I go to this place here in Los Angeles, corrective skincare. But I think if you're anywhere, you can find somebody that you can say, hey, help me clean this out. Help me yeah. clear this layer. Yeah. Get me dry and then handle the, the, the moisture. moisturization. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important also for you, for anyone listening at home, to like not try and like pick their face themselves which is one of the hardest things ever and and a lot of times you know it's like it's a deeper conversation because a lot of times like we can be using that as like an emotional release which is like scary because then like you wake up next morning you're like oh my god what have I done yeah so yeah so it's really important to it's hard to surrender I mean I was literally poking my eye with lancets Right. Stephanie had a a whole thing with her eye. Yeah. What? And I was, like, giving myself, like, at-home surgeries with those, like, little, like, needles. Wait, that's – Needles. Why? What? You, what, ordered them off Amazon or something? Yeah. Stop. Because it was an emotional release where I felt so out of control. Yeah. And now you're looking at my eye. I am. I'm trying (laughs) to see what's going on. No, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Like, I will forever – I'll forever feel like Quasimodo of the eyes. Totally. (laughs) I feel the same way. Like, I'm sure if somebody compliments your skin, you probably – you probably wait a beat before you can receive it because you went through that. Yeah. Totally. I'm I'm the same way. When someone's like, your skin looks great, I'm like, huh. You're like you're mocking me. <laughs> yeah. Why are you making it's fun traumatizing? Of me? But like, I well, guess you don't the, even know. the yeah. beautiful thing is, is that we can all attest to the concept of like whatever you're going through, you will move through it. hundred percent. One thousand percent. It is not forever, and it it's gets you forever. closer to the holistic picture of your healing. Like you might think that you're healing your leaky gut or your skin, and I might think I'm healing my eye, but it really is about giving yourself focused love and attention. And yeah. It's about a specific thing, sure, but you might not have really given yourself that care had you not been triggered Mm. by something like totally I think about that a lot with ailments and it's also like 
it's so important to give yourself that love and care, especially on the bad days. Of sure. Right? Because there yeah. are so many bad days on that journey. Like, I'll never forget in that six months. Like, I'll even look back at photos and I'll be like, oh, my God. I can't believe I was just, like, out in the streets like that. Yeah. I'm like, what? But I remember at the time feeling so – like, even though I would go out with my friends and whatever because I, I would really try to, like, think that I was more than just my skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But – I remember going home and just being like so sad that like I like felt like I looked like this and then I would get self-conscious like well were my friends thinking about you know what I mean it's I would just... wear a whole piece of hair over my head <laughs> oh my God. Like, I feel like though I also kind of broke through some some uh self-conscious barriers then too did you? because yeah. I had to kind of be like fuck it I don't care right like, it's I'm being around the people who love me and it doesn't matter yeah and kind of when you walk around these streets with like a pussy bloody face you're just kind of like nothing fucking matters totally good totally stop hollywood (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it really i mean when all is said and done it was it was a spiritual journey it was a soul growth that it that i wouldn't have been able to get to a place of confidence that i meant now if it wasn't for that time but then i also like care more about my skin now too. Absolutely. so it's like this in- and more about how I look a little bit because it's like it was she like she just got a Lumi case don't <laughs> oh my god <laughs> who doesn't love a good lighting concept hey, on I know the go. I do I'm I do you know? I'm here for it too um, yeah. but so yeah I, I think with any challenge especially as women and our skin like it just when the whole health aspect is because you know something is being triggered internally yep. and that was the other part that was so which you were obviously able it- to to pin down yes but it took a while for me to pin down and that's probably one of the most frustrating parts I think for anyone who's suffering with something is finding first of all finding a doctor that can help you pinpoint right because we know that we have a very tricky healthcare system and getting access to like Mm. holistic doctors who will like call in those saliva tests or stool tests or whatever right um and like testing out our hormones so like it took a while it took a while for me to pinpoint what was going on and it was literally because I asked around for so many different doctors and I was like so sick of taking and I I think this is part of what gave me the leaky gut is that I was so sick of taking antibiotics Mm -hmm. for my skin and I was like how and then it was like how can I find a dermatologist who's not going to recommend an antibiotic who's actually going to do the work and like like an an Accutane type situation no like no, like not even Accutane, um, because Accutane's like really intense. Yeah, but just like a doxycycline. Oh right. Oh oh, oh. yeah. Doxycycline will make you bipolar. Doxycycline is crazy. That happened and to me. It made me fully crazy. I was suicidal on doxycycline. It's crazy. After and one day, what's I was like, it for? It's an antibiotic. It's an antibiotic. I, I went on it for my eye, oh. and I was like, oh, all right. of a sudden, We're back to the trigger. Eye. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, it was like a dark blanket like came over my face, and I was like, I have no reason to live. Like it was. Like, oh my gosh. The eye was literally like. Second and third season of the show was like the third co-host. It was like (laughs) the I was the Miranda. Oh my god! (laughs) Well, I always say that if like how New York City was like the fifth lady on Sex and the City, I was the fifth lady. I was the fifth lady. That's hilarious for sure. So fucked up, but yeah, like, but that is such a big thing. And then something else I think that people really don't talk about in terms of like saying no to antibiotics or whatever. And I feel like we've mentioned it on the show, but it's also like. It's so hard to feel empowered to stand up to a doctor, conventional medicine. Oh and my doctors. gosh, 
I obviously thought like, okay, well, she's the one who has the knowledge. She's the authority. Yeah. And I should be doing what she's telling me. Yeah. And then. But then your body is telling you no. no. And, and your I mind's it, telling you no to your body because it's like. It's and I still did up. it multiple times. Yeah, so it was same. like, and it's like, okay, how do we then find the dermatologist who's going to like actually put in the work and not give you that? And who's going to be the doctor to help you kind of call in that alternative test to like really pinpoint what is going on? And I think obviously that's what I love about I'm trying to use not the wellness word but no, you, but you that's what it. I love about this industry and how much it's progressed over the last six years is that like these doctors these physicians these like holistic healers are really like becoming more readily available there's so many more I remember when I first moved to LA I had a doctor who was a, a doctor an MD and she also was had a background in eastern medicine and she was so hard to find it was so rare and I feel like more and more it's very easy to find people who are yeah. getting versed in more alternative, in air quotes, therapies who are also doctors because it is a consciousness shift where people are realizing that they can't exist without each other. Like totally. to ignore thousands of years of truth and bodily wisdom right. is not of service to your practice totally. of medicine, which right. is what it actually is. You're not right. an authority. Right. You're in practice. Right. And it is – so I guess we should like, you know – curb our feelings on the word wellness because it just does really inhabit yeah it does a, it does a special I'm coming shift. back around to yeah. It. yeah 2019 this whole oh, we're, fine. we're dropping the narrative <laughs> let's take a pause to talk about something that we hope everyone is doing every day let's celebrate oral health hey. my second favorite type of oral okay um it's my second favorite type of vibration hello <laughs> and um glad you mentioned vibrations because really with quip our favorite electronic toothbrush those vibrations what they have is a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and help you to clean your mouth evenly and effectively. And our gentle AF on your sensitive gums. It's so amazing. It's sensitive sonic vibrations. If that doesn't turn you on, I don't know what will. You can get onto a automatic delivery every three months for $5 a month to order new brush heads. It's so genius because... First of all, in the shui of it all, gone are those days where I'm like at Costco, like right. needing to just stock up on toothbrushes. Yeah. This way, it feels better for the environment. There's so much ease to it. They send a little email. They're like, your brush head replacement is on its way. It comes with a tiny battery, a new brush head. Because if your bristles are worn out, then you're not effectively brushing your teeth and you're basically just wasting your damn time. And Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash retrograde right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash retrograde. Namaste doing oral. Hey. Um, <laughs> I would love to get some just like general day-to-day -day, like what you're into now. Yeah, okay. Um, in the in the wellness sphere. Let's <laughs> just go back to the word. Let's take the word back from the man. Yeah. Let's do it. From the man that we created. Okay, like starting, <laughs> starting with – let's start with skin because we're, we're talking about that. So right now – I know you've been traveling a lot for the book – and just in general, because you're also a DJ, mm -hmm. which is very cool. Well, can you can we collab? <laughs> Steph and I want to be wellness can you DJs. Teach us how to be DJs. <laughs> it's funny. Do like, you think I, we'd be cute DJs? You would be really cute, super cute. I love a DJ duo. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, I I DJ 
like mostly fashion corporate events. Yeah. Um, a lot of like tech and like kind of just like luxury type events. So I travel a lot for that in general. And then yes, the book is um, taking up a lot of my travel life right now. And to be honest, when it comes to skincare, I really I like love trying a lot of things. I need to actually like tone it down a little bit because mm, I'm not my skin is not in a stable place where I can be playing around. Yeah. Um. So I'm actually trying to stick to a pretty rigorous skincare routine, which is right now I'm I'm kind of into an oil cleanser to get all of my makeup off. Okay, is there one in particular that you like? Yeah, there's two actually. One from Tata Harper and one from a, an Australian brand called Rationale. Okay. Um, and then I kind of like really move that around my face a lot and I can see all of my makeup on top of my skin, like literally sitting there. Mm-hmm. And then I take a hot washcloth and I'll kind of get that off but then I'll go straight into a cleanser and there's a few cleansers that I like right now there's like an enzyme cleanser with Dr. Barbara Sturm I my skin's a little Barbara Sturm coming in through I love her she's been a hot topic she's been dropped name dropped on the show Mm, a few times obsessed I love her you know she's like one of the only women I was going to say German women because she is German, who have put out a line for dark skin tones. Wow. She had a collaboration with Angela Bassett. Amazing. She has a whole line of products for dark skin tones. So I actually use that cleanser. It's an enzyme cleanser, which is great for travel because it's a powder and it activates oh, wow. with water. Okay. Um, but my skin is kind of sensitive, so I don't use it every day because I don't over – I try not to over exfoliate, especially traveling so much. I need to keep, lock in the moisture. Mm-hmm. Dr. Barbara Storm has that one. She also has a foam cleanser that I love. And then recently I'm kind of obsessed with Suzanne Kaufman. Uh, she has a gel cleanser that I'm really into. And then I'm like, for me, it's all about some vitamin C, um, some hyaluronic acid. Obsessed with hyaluronic acid. Me too. Like, the, I've been sleeping on that so hard. Oh, it's so good. Like it's I so good. Layer all the like layer as many serums on my face as possible. Sam, like- Literally, do you do you when I do mine, I kind of try and let each layer sink in a little bit before I put the next one. I like on. to let it sit. Me too. Yeah, I like to feel, yeah. and you can feel your skin once it's like absorbed. It's like different. The texture is different. Also, if I'm like walking around and there's a skincare store, I'll just go in there and put oils on my face. Like, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, let me just pop She's in for bold a, like that. Yeah, that's bold. Well, I, don't, I don't really have you don't sensitive have stuff. Like, oh, yeah. that's you're lucky. Yeah. I mean, I'll get like pimples like a normal, like amount. a normal human. Yeah. yeah. I'll just like pop yeah. in, do a little dabble. Like, oh my god, god. <laughs> on her face with like. Oh my no, god, no I problem. Love it. Devil love may it. care, you know. Yeah. Just like really tapping into my Italian roots. Yeah. Oh so <laughs> serum layering. Yeah, yeah. Ser- serum layering, mm. and then and then if it's it depends on the climate. To be honest, on when it comes to my moisturizer, I love I do love an oil, but sometimes if I'm like. I don't really like I like using oil like more in the winter when my skin like is really really thirsty because I, I also I have combination skin and I tend to lean more towards the oily side and yeah but there's a few oils that I really like like I have one from Dr. Alkaitis I think that's how you say it um he's like an old school like yeah. he's been around for a long time yeah, but yeah. they have a great he's a great face oil that I like and I also like the one the Vintner's Daughter it's ex- it's expensive yeah. but it's really She's quality it's yeah, like it's insane quality it smells so good it smells incredible it's so good for your skin it's a great it's an investment mm-hmm. it'll probably last you almost six months though so it's like not 
you know, it's definitely worth it. And nothing's more gratifying than getting a product that you're obsessed with and finishing it. Oh my God, completely agree. I feel so accomplished. I, I'm like, I liked that I thing. literally announced it to my husband. Yeah. I'm like, I just finished this. Oh my God. He's, he's like, like, okay, isn't that what you're supposed to do? No, he's literally like, thank God, because you have 15 other things that are waiting to yeah, like, go in your Yeah, but those things you're not going to finish. I know, it's true. It's just, it's so rare to find one yeah. that you're so obsessed with. That's true. I actually finished the Herbivore Botanicals um, Orchid Oil. Oh. Because I loved the smell of it yeah and just did good things for my skin and then i was so proud that i finished it that i didn't throw away the empty because I, so- I was like <laughs> hoarding my like oh my god hoarding like the bottles did it. Yeah. hilarious yeah but i'm gonna say the last like little thing that i kind of am obsessed with is laneige do you know this brand no l-a-n-e-g-e yeah wait i feel like i see the packaging in my brain yeah they like sell it at target it's a korean skincare brand and they have this like water they have this water sleeping mask that is amazing okay i am really into the water sleeping mask or like the sleeping mask in general like also glow recipe has this watermelon sleeping mask that has like a little bit of an acid in it so like you wake up super Oh, that's the one. Mm-hmm. It's like a super brightening in the morning. Like your skin looks amazing in the morning. I and you like might have like taken off a little layer. Sleeping masks? So it's like Are a, we doing this? It's like it's basically like a thick moisturizer. Yeah. But and it's lightweight. It's like a color, like a mask. No, no, no. Oh. Well it's like a mo- it's like a thicker it's moisturizer. It's a thicker moisturizer. Okay. But like the consistency is more on like the gel side okay. than it is on the cream side. Okay. And it doesn't have any color, although both products I just talked about, one is pink and one is blue. But when they go on your face, yeah. they actually don't have a color. I see. Okay, so but it's not like a sheet mask. No, no, no. And then what about so I <laughs> I was picturing something. I checked out different. HB Fit, your yeah. channel, and you had those little facial cups. Oh yeah. You got those from Amazon. Yeah, so the facial I, cups are amazing. I've never done it on myself. I've had it done in Sure. In a session. Facials and yeah. sessions. Um, I'm going to need you to show me which ones you got because I was on Amazon. I was like, which one? Yeah. So there's like a there's a set. Mm-hmm. I think the company's called Lore. Okay. Um, and they have a few different sizes. You just get the set. And actually, I use kind of like the, the not the smallest, but the second smallest on my face. And then I've been recently using the largest one in the set for my legs. Okay, and what does that do? Just, like, circulation? Yeah, it helps Ooh. with circulation. Also, like, may may or may not help with um, cellulite. Like TBD. TBD. Open, open to trying TBD. <laughs> just, like, in general, mm. it's all good for your lymphatic yeah. system, right? So if you're, like, you know, doing it in the way that you should, like, going from your kneecap up to your hip – like you're moving everything in the right direction then for you to like kind of drain more toxins. Mm. Um, so hopefully that kind of like helps with puffiness, helps with circulation. Love. Yeah. Probably for traveling is such a good move. So, so good because obviously, you know, I mean, we're all eaters, I'm assuming here. Oh, yeah. And when we, we travel, sharing. like I love like eating all the things and sometimes all of the things have a lot of sodium in them and like whatever. So doing this at night and in the morning, like I swear takes the puffiness like right out which is great and then okay so you talk a lot and this is a theme in your book about your workout philosophy Mm -hmm. and it being for mental clarity and feeling great about yourself and not about calorie burning and looking in the mirror and all of that which is phenomenal and is so fantastic that somebody in your position who people look to for this information is 
preaching that gospel. So thank you so much. So I was curious, what workouts are you into right now? Like, especially while you're on the road, like, how do you keep moving and feeling good? Yeah, there's so many days where I can't actually work out. So little hacks I like to do is just like wake up and like do like a 10 minute flow next to like whatever bed I'm sleeping in. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if I just do like a one minute wall sit and like a plank and a couple squats, just like before I like even get in the shower, just like a little something to get my metabolism going. And then I always try and walk if I'm not going to be able to like take a class or something like that. If I can walk around a city or, or something, that always helps too. But in terms of my favorite classes, I'm happiest when I'm doing something different almost every single day. So I love like a mix between boxing, Pilates, a dance class, um, maybe like a hot yoga class, um, even like a bar class. Um, I kind of like just try and do it all. Also, I'm not a big runner, but they have a great run class in New York that's like a indoor run- treadmill class, which I actually – I kind of am a weirdo and I enjoy doing things that I'm not very good at because – I think there's so much progress to be had. When I come here, I try to go to, what's that place? It's like a crazy machine that we don't have in New York. Oh, the lethargy, the Pilates thingy? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, Rise Nation. Oh. That thing is crazy. It is so hard. It's really hard, but I like it. You've never done it? Oh, really? No, oh, so I was supposed to do it one time and then I went to Rise Yoga. I went to the wrong place, mm. so like the universe wasn't mm. on my side. I don't for think it. you would like it. It's like super intense, thirty minutes of cardio, and it's like it's very frustrating because you're like chasing something you can never catch. I also catch. think just in general, like those types of things, short build, kind of hold it here. Those tend to like make it. My body doesn't respond to that okay. type of movement in okay. the way I like. Like I like to lengthen. Sure. Okay. I I mean, I actually would say that this class, though, is very much about, like, lengthening. Oh, okay. It's because it's very much, like, elongating different sides of your body. It's honestly, it's a weird thing, and we don't have it in New York. I hate it. But I I actually, whenever I'm in L.A., I'm on such a tight schedule that I don't really have time for an hour workout, which is why. Do you not live here? No. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I live in New York. Okay. Yeah, so um, whenever I'm here, I'm, like, on such a schedule. So a 30-minute class, I I can't really find that in any other, like. Have you done plate fit? No, but that's the power plate class. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I don't know how much, like, I think that works. Definitely sore afterwards. You are? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll try it out. Um, Love Pilates. I mean, for me, I like to do every, something different every single day because I really believe in muscle confusion. Mm-hmm. I think when you are when you start to do things over and over again, your body, like, really kind of goes into, like, a muscle memory and you're not – you're no longer, like, really, like, firing it up. Yeah. Um, so I like to do things that are kind of something different every day and also – like, I like to take weeks off of working out. Yeah. yeah. Confuse the body. Confuse yourself. Are you a fit person? Are you a lazy person? What's the longest that you ever go without working out? Um, I've gone like a month without working out. I mean, just like, like yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now I actually worked out last night and I hadn't worked out what felt like two weeks. Like maybe I got one workout within like that two weeks I'm talking about. And for me, it's like, it's a mix between like being like, oh my God, like I'm like, I forgot that I hadn't been working out. And so I'm not as, I don't feel as strong as I thought I did. And then it, that also for me, like ignites like, oh, I need to get back on myself. Like I like feeling strong. I like feeling like I'm capable of doing whatever the task is. So it kind of is like almost really motivating for me. 
That's great. Mm-hmm. And then what about aside from like the beauty of it all and the working out, um, Steph and I did a recap of kind of like our wellness non-negotiables, like the things that we have to do. If we yeah. could only choose like one or two things, like what would yours be? Um, if I could only choose one or two. Aside from like skincare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a bath. Mm, goddess time. Yeah, that's like my biggest thing. I actually have a ton of different like bath salt um, like bath recipes in in my book, like mix it because I'm I, I feel like I'm and this is the way I am with my smoothies, but like I'm a mad scientist and I like to concoct like many different potions. So I like to take all of, like you know a different essential oil with a clay mixed with a salt mixed with like maybe you know a dried petal or two, Ooh, and love then a like, dried petal. She's a bathroom mixologist. <laughs> wow. And then I get my candle going, and then I'm really like that's my time. Like yeah. that is my. Sometimes I have my cell phone. Sometimes I don't have my cell phone. Like. I can spend 45 minutes in in a bath easy. Sometimes I even go like an hour, which I don't I don't it up. I don't think that that's like necessarily like recommended, <laughs> but that's that's what makes me that's my happy place is a bath. Um and then the other one I would say is lymphatic massage. Mm-hmm. That if I could get lymphatic massage once a week, I would be the happiest person Are in the world. Are we talking from a human or a, mach- a machine? But my uh, either or, I've I've had I've tried the cup the little cups that kind of like pulsate as you move them up your body. Uh-huh. I prefer a, a just a straight up human. Um, and then I've also tried the ones that like you – it looks like a suction that like you put your arms into. Yeah. And then they like tighten. Squeeze it. Yeah, the compression they, yeah, the com- yeah, exactly. I love, the compression I love that. Suit. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do that. I've been doing that like once a week for the oh, past two months. Wow. Where yeah. do you do that Shape here? House. Yeah. Oh, the Shape House has compression. Yeah. yeah. Lymphatic drainage. Wow. What's like really dope is to do lymphatic drainage and then, oh, yeah. and then sweat. sweat. Yeah. yeah, that's then the you're best. Like beyond living your best. No, yeah. that is literally I, I, the best. I do that like once or twice a week yeah. usually. Oh wow. Yeah. Like two hours of self care. That's a amazing. Day. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, like, that's I guess I don't have to work out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I mean, you probably. Don't. Yeah. I mean, but you, I mean, whatever. You probably know yourself. But just when you guys are doing that, like, you, it's so important to, like, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Because yeah. you're getting so much. And even when you get a massage, right, like, they say to drink so much water afterwards. And it's because they, they've moved so much stuff around in your body and getting all those toxins out. Your toxins actually get trapped if they don't have enough liquid to actually release through the body gotta get those bitches out yeah gotta get those bitches out we don't have time for that no Uh -uh. okay so we'll close on this your we mentioned shabbat shalom shalom. we mentioned your your dj career i thought you were gonna say we mentioned that you're a jew and i was like i am jewish (laughs) i read that in your book same (laughs) perfect uh yeah shabbat shalom everyone go around and say their by the way we, we all we all look like very different jews and i just want yeah. to say i really appreciate Me that too. it's true all my whole life growing up people would always say you don't look jewish and same say, with me what does jewish look, look like, like yeah what's your cultural mixture which is why we look different oh i'm black and jewish oh my favorite 
Thank you. It's my favorite mix. You know, Drake and I talked about it once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We Important. didn't. Drake's my husband. <laughs> He's actually my brother. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, we've we've never talked. Um, it's okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm black and Jewish. And uh, yeah, and a lot of people when I say that, they're like, oh, well, like who's Jewish or who's black? And I'm like, does it really matter? No. No. Bye. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what were you really going to say? No, I, my, my <laughs> I real question, Sorry. my real important, hard-hitting news question was, you being a DJ, hit us with three songs that you are your go-tos right now. Fun question. Ooh, okay. Um, there's a song called Romare. Okay. That I am fully... Oh, no, sorry. The band is called Romare, and the song is called All Night. Okay. Fully Obsessed. Um, and then I would say, I'm writing it down. I, you know what song I'm loving right now is Living My Best Life, um, featuring Snoop Dogg by what's his name? I'm Living My Best Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know who actually no, sings fine. that. We, we can, and then the show notes. Yeah. And then I really, I'm upset. Honestly, I'm obsessed with this band called Van Jess. They're mm. these two girls, and they are just so freaking cool. And their sound is amazing. And honestly, it's hard for me to pick, like, one of their songs, but they're just a band you need to, like, get on. And then I guess if I'm going to pick one more song, I kind of am into – okay, I'm into this guy named Bass, and he has a song called Boca Raton with ASAP Ferg. Okay. And then he also has a song called Tribe with J. Cole, and both of them are great. So that was four. Amazing. That was that's four perfect. plus a, those are fun. Plus a, that's a, that's a like girl a mini band. Playlist. Those are yeah. Fun. Fun By the way, you fabulous. can follow my playlist on Spotify. Oh, is your last name Bromfman or Bronfman? Did I just say the same thing twice? You did. Bromfman or Bronfman? <laughs> what is it? Bronfman. Bronfman. Yeah. Oh, I okay. said Bronfman. I like. It's okay. The NF is like really confusing. It's the two. It's two really Bronf. hard consonants next to each other. It's the Judaism. And that's you know, the Don't do that to us. Now we you know? know who the Jew is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and by the way, that name was totally made up by my great grandfather when he migrated. Um, Germany. Sorry. Immigrated, yeah, not migrated. He's not a bird. Um, sorry. When he immigrated from from Russia, and it actually means whiskey man, because my family used to be in the whiskey industry. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah, mine was in the grain industry. Oh, cool. That's not far so, off. Not far off. Yeah, you guys might off. be related. Maybe you never know. So, is that the name of your by the Spotify way? We're, playlist? we're all related. Yeah, so true. Um. It's no is what the name of my Spotify. Is the reason why I asked you about your last name wasn't to. Oh yeah, it's just my yeah. Like I'm Hannah Bronfman on Spotify. Spotify. Okay, okay. Yeah. so for people listening, if they want to, yeah, if find they want to, yeah. And your book that just came out is "Do What Feels Good." Do what feels good. Really exciting meeting you. It was so nice to meet you too. It's a really really fun read. Honestly, I'm really excited for everyone to get their hands on it. I really appreciate awesome. that. Yeah, I hope like you guys learn something about yourselves while you read it. I learned that there's other people just like me, and you're one of them. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. That was really cute. And tell our listeners where they can find you on all the social media, because I know you tend to dabble at that at times. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, just at Hannah Bronfman. Um, You can check out my lifestyle website called HB Fit. We're on Instagram as HB Fit or HBFit.com. So, yeah, check us out. Beautiful. Thank you so much. It was so good to meet you. Thank you. So nice to meet you guys, too. What's in your makeup bag stuff? Oh, well, funny you should ask. A lot of good stuff. 
And that's thanks to one of our new partners. Wander Beauty. They are a line of easy-to-use multitasking beauty products that help you make the most of your beauty routine, no matter how little time you have. And you and I can both attest to the... Dare I say wander? I mean, of it all. the amount of times I've had to sit in the front seat of a lift to do my makeup is uncountable. Also, they are full of integrity with clean, cruelty-free products with luxurious skin-loving ingredients. So what's in my bag is the Wander Beauty On The Glow blush, which doubles on one side as a blush and the other side as a highlighter. That was actually the first product from the brand that I ever got introduced to, and I adore it. I love the highlighter. It's really pretty. You can see I put it on my hand. And then I also have the Perfect Illusion Foundation, which is a great day-to-night foundation. I'm wearing that right now. You're glowing, it friend. It layers really nicely. It does. Like, it can be really light and kind of go in like their face oil that I put on underneath it. Oh, it the just... one that's in my hand? Oh, yes. Glow Ahead face oil? So good. Smells delicious. And I have to say, their Unlashed Volume and Curl Mascara, also in my bag right now. You're obsessed. The wand and the formula is probably the best I've come across. Remember when Rami was doing our makeup for our New York show and we yeah. were going to put lashes on and we layered this enough that we didn't need to do a faux lash. Wow. And that was exciting. So go to wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde. That's wander, W-A-N-D-E-R, beauty dot com slash retrograde. Shop around, pick out your favorite products, and you will get 20% off of your purchase. Let us know if you get what you guys have discovered from the brand. We'd love to hear it because we're constantly trying getting to try new things from the brand and just fully obsessed. Full on. So, so we love you. Stay wonderful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. What you got? So roses and thorns, for those of us who may just be joining us, is our highs, it's our lows, it's our goods, it's our bads. We always like to celebrate the positive, but also acknowledge that there's some thorny moments as well. Yeah. So what do you have today, dear Stephanie? Well, I don't really have a thorn so much. I mean, well... Look, in the interest of celebrating what we've celebrated today, I wanted to throw something in the ring um, in on the self-care tip, um, which is so weird for our show. I know, off-brand. Um, but my mom got me this for Christmas, and it has changed my life. In fact, even thinking about it makes me want to go home and use it right now. My mom was here over the holidays, and she was just appalled that my brother and I didn't have water picks. Love it. Now, I thought a water pick was for someone who is 100 years old because the only person I ever really knew to have one was my grandma. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was weird and gross when I would see it in her house. But it's a genius fucking invention that's basically like flossing with streams of water. And what I have done is what I do. Okay, I use it twice, but I fill the thing with warm water and peppermint oil. Oh. From Sage Wellness, Peppermint Halo, and Sajay. And I'll do like the water with the peppermint oil with like the really skinny top head. That is a pro move. Right? But I wonder, does the oil clog the mechanism? No, it doesn't. Okay. I don't put – I put like two drops in. Okay. And then when I do it at nighttime, I use the toothbrush head and put toothbrush – toothpaste on the brush head and I like brush – Additionally, before I, I'm just like I want to have the best mouth ever. Yeah, and so in line with this episode, in line with to quip, quip, I just want to like throw water pick out there and be like, if you guys aren't fucking water picking, you ain't living. Here's my thing. What? 
I did get a water pick. Yeah. Sarah Silverman gave me one that her dad. So funny. Gave her and she's like, I don't need this. And right. I was super into it. But yes, yeah, she does. But everyone in, does. Everyone does. <laughs> in the shui of it all, in yeah. the Marie Kondo of it all, the like bulky appliance things like don't. Well, I put it away. Yeah. So I put it away and then I forget about it. Oh, see, I so don't have anywhere my... to put it. I put it under my sink. Yeah. And it's like there's not even anything under there. So it's just right there. But it, it looks fine. Yeah. So you my, have to remember. Yeah. I forget because it's on the bottom shelf of my product closet. Yeah. And yes, I made myself a product closet in the shui of it all. It's my favorite thing. It sounds bitchy and I like it's it. It's so bitchy. <laughs> like my girlfriends that will come over that like live with their boyfriends that will come over, they'll be like, what the fuck is going on over here? It's just like beauty products, hair products, water picks. We're girls. We're girls. Okay. And then before we go on to your roses, because sure. I know you've got them, I just wanted to, I do kind of have a thorn, but it's not really a thorn. It's more of just like food for thought. We got, no pun intended. Oh, my God. Actually, literally. Wow. We're so <laughs> rude. Um, we got this comment on our um, iTunes review that was basically suggesting that we aren't talking about diets in a body positive way, that it's like dangerous and reckless and that we're that we were promoting Whole30. And thank you so much for your feedback. I We, we love hearing how things are resonating. Definitely. And we would never want to make anyone feel like we have like a doctor's eye on diets or any of that stuff. I just want to say that when we talk about Whole30 and when we talk about those things, it's merely just like what's worked for us. And we just want to share with you guys what works for us. And we're never – even though it might be sound like we're saying you should do it, it's really just like a suggestion and a fun exploration that we went through. So Right. And yeah, I'll add to that. Like to me, like diet culture is like – one of the most harmful things that society has put on us as yeah. women. And I don't see that. And it hurts me yeah. that anything that we talked about would be perceived as celebrating that world because it, it that's not the place it comes from in our right. hearts. Like with Whole30, like first of all, for me, helped me with my – unnoticed addiction to sugar same and kind of moved those cravings out made me focus on whole cleaner eating yeah and cooking food for myself yeah eating more vegetables eating more colorfully understanding what might be triggering to my stomach as to like making me feel sick when I eat and yeah. those types of things yeah and I'm the first person to want to celebrate anybody's size, anybody's way of eating that works best for them. As Steph said, like this was just something that both helped us move into a healthier routine. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm happy you brought that up. Yeah. But like also thank you for making, like providing that note. You know, y'all are are fucking roses for life. I just, I I was upset by that because I was like, wait, no, like we just try stuff and that's no right of course it's upsetting that it was like perceived that way but also like i'm i think like this culture that especially in the last year where it was like very like cancel them they said the wrong thing this that and the other thing it's like it's about having the conversation and it's about like okay i hadn't have thought it being perceived that way thank you interesting tell me more yeah appreciate the feedback and truly 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 we do yeah thanks to everybody who leaves reviews because we do read them and appreciate them yeah but um i did want to share i hate to share this and especially with the um conversation we just had i don't know if this is triggering let me know i have no idea but i spoke to a nutritionist who is at uh our favorite um homeopathic drugstore 
Oh, yeah, I love her. And she gave me a list of foods to avoid if you are dealing with something skin-related. It's a doozy. Are you ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. So any anti-inflammatories, pork, corn, glucose, high fructose corn syrup, soy, honey, food coloring, artificial sweeteners, shellfish, nuts, spicy foods, citrus fruits, grapefruit, orange, lime, lemon, vinegar, eggs, beans, peanuts, tomatoes, eggplants, potatoes, sweet potatoes are okay. Chocolate, strawberries, black teas, hydrogenated fats, deli meats, hot dogs, sodas, gluten, dairy, wine, MSG, aka natural flavors. That last one, natural flavors, are in the LaCroix I'm drinking. So. Damn. Like, so I've, I've gone no eggs and no grains with trying to just reduce the inflammation in the eye and realize that a lot of these other things I've, I've have been indulging in and thinking. So I was kind of going to try this for like a week or two. Yeah. I don't like to be too stringent. I like to be able to just like be free and consume, but I have been like – Trying everything else. Trying everything. Wait, so before we go, I just have to like share something about sweet potatoes. Please. <laughs> really random. Okay, guys, here's what you do. Cut them into super tiny, really like thin slices and then cook them in ghee on a skillet. Both – and so it's like super soft and – fucking dip them in maple syrup and you have yourself a goddamn pancake. Hello. So just learn that. Just discover that because I was stoned and making food and it's very delicious. So go on your way. Amazing. Let us know about that. Thanks so much to Hannah for joining us today. <laughs> um, what a fun convo. And thanks to everyone for listening. It honestly, it means the world. And um, we'll I'm see holding my week. breasts. I love you guys. Namaste listening. Yes, that's a retrograde.